This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, a weekly podcast for educators who don't have time to listen to a podcast, kind of like us. Each week we'll cover a different topic in education in just about five to ten minutes. Our goal is to share bite-sized chunks of professional development so you can join us, whether you're driving your kids around, preparing dinner, making copies during prep, or really doing just about anything. This is PD for real teachers who are real tired, coming to you from Nevada, Colorado, and Florida. Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, Episode 5, all about this year's Q Nevada Conference. This year, Joel was the only one of our trio who was able to make it, and uh, I'm just, I'm going to be upfront. I was a little bit jealous. Um, I was following the conference on Twitter, and there was just such an incredible amount of, like, quality, really exciting PD happening. Um, so I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get to go, but super excited I got to follow it on Twitter. Well, and I'm super bummed that all three of us weren't able to be there because um, this was the conference that uh, launched our podcast last year. This is kind of where we all generated this little idea. Well, no, Joelle generated this little idea, <laughs> um, which kind of started all of our stuff that we've been doing. So this is kind of like our year mark of our of our podcast here. It is. Oh, wow. You're right. So it's kind of like a celebratory podcast. Listen, Listen. A, a pop of some bubbly, maybe some Sprite. <laughs> Way to I work. Think, I think it's appropriate because I forgot today's also National Podcast Day. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. It is. Perfect. <laughs> this is the day that we are recording. <laughs> it is pretty nice. Yes. Yes. So, Joelle, you um, you were the only one of our trio to be there, um, and you were also uh, presenting at Q Nevada. So, tell us a little bit about your presentation and kind of what it was like to present um, this year. So, I think um, the conference as a whole, this is probably my fourth time attending, my third time uh, presenting. And I would say this was their best one yet. It was off the hook. It was so good. Oh my goodness. So it was just such great takeaways. Awesome. Uh, Just such great sessions. Really, really just incredible. I presented on using Wakelet to curate evidence for the NEPF. So for those of us in Nevada, that's our um, professional framework on our that's used for our teacher evaluation. So how you can curate evidence in all the amazing things you do in your classroom and putting it into Wakelet. So that was that was my talk and what we did, and you know, kind of help help some local teachers kind of you know think through that. Which we could also say could be adapted to any teacher who's not necessarily following any PF, but um, any kind of evaluation. Um, and just a great way to kind of compile all of that evidence um, 
really for anything, right? Absolutely. And it's what's great because one of the things I talked about is, you know, a question I get a lot is, isn't Wakelet really just like Pinterest? I think I asked you that. <laughs> <laughs> and so the answer is no, it's not because Pinterest is showing you a picture of a resource that you click on and then you go to that link where you're actually curating all the media and you're and you're storing it on the cloud, but you actually have it. So whether it's a Flipgrid video or a PDF or Screencastify, like you name it, you can collect it into a Wakelet. And so what a, what a really great way to do that is for you know, your teacher evaluation or, you know, a resume or something along those lines. So it's essentially a portfolio. Well, I think, uh, Joelle, you just opened yourself up for a podcast episode to teach us a little bit more about that, because I think that that would be really something that's helpful for everyone. Truth. And I have to, I have to ask Joelle, even though I'm going to ask you this, but I know the answer. (laughs) Where did you learn about Wakelet? Where did I learn about Wakelet? Actually, at Q Nevada last year. <laughs> from who? Oh, that's exactly where I did from Dr. Sampson. And so I went to a session again this year, and it was absolutely fantastic. And he's just so inspirational, and it was really great to kind of, you know, listen to his take on Wakelet, and you know, just kind of soak it all up and and how he just inspires and thinks about it as well so when you were there I just have to ask you did you talk to Dr. Sampson about um kind of our trio and how like his (laughs) words are really kind of what started this right like there he's I mean I feel like we could give him a lot of credit for what what we've been doing yes no I didn't um we, we spoke about some other things but I I I did not no, but he'll um, find out when I tag him in this podcast. <laughs> there you go. He will. <laughs> but no, he did a great job and his keynote was fantastic. And he's just a great human, really great educator. He is one of the humans that are coming. That's one of their hashtags. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So aside from your awesome Wakelet um, session and Dr. Sampson's amazing Wakelet session, can you give us like one or two other sessions that you attended that were just like mind blowing? Like, I, I'm so excited to take this back and use it right away. Oh my gosh, absolutely. So, probably the first one was uh, local teacher Tika Epstein, who is a true educational hero. Who's on our podcast? Um, yeah, she presented on morning choice in the classroom and essentially about how to have a soft start for the students who maybe, you know, are not necessarily experiencing a positive morning to kind of transition them to the school day, as well as an incredible attendance incentive. She talked specifically about how she saw the academic um, language development in the correlation with what they had to do for SBAC and, and MAP. And then, of course, because Tika is just so incredible, she was only a co-presenter because she had two students as her other presenters oh. who oh. were about eight years old. Oh. And it was just fantastic. I mean, these children were amazing and they weren't like coached and it wasn't rehearsed. They were really just that well prepared and it just was so heartwarming. That is awesome. So I have oh. actually kind of, um, it's funny because 
you know, now being in the virtual setting, I kind of look at stuff and I see different things and I'm like, okay, you know, when I go back to the classroom and one of those things that I had, um, that I've been seeing a lot of is, is kind of what you're talking about, that soft start. Um, so what are some of the activities that she does in the morning? So she took, um, some pretty, you know, pretty basic games that, you know, with having, um, teenagers, I definitely have. And both of you with toddlers, that these are the types of games, you know, once your kids are old enough that you'll definitely acquire, but it was apples to apples, bananagrams, Jenga, like different games that, you know, foster creativity, foster cooperation, communication. But then she was giving, actually her students were giving specific examples of that language development and, and how it supported I mean, it was, it well, was really, really good. And just good. thinking yeah. about it from the standpoint of kids want to come to school. They want exactly to into that classroom to partake in all of that. So that's really powerful. So I'm excited that you're able to share a little bit about it because I've been reading about it thinking, oh, how would this work? This would be really fun. But to know that there's other objectives in it other than it just being fun is pretty fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And I, th- I thought that was what made it the most powerful, you know, was just how, you know, she and her students could spe- give specific examples of how it was helpful. That's uh, amazing. Student, like student voices to share when something is powerful in the classroom just makes it really hit home. Like if these kids can do it they're, and they're saying if, the, if we can do it, like everybody can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really, just really well done. And then I also went to another session that um, it was on interactive student notebooks, which I use, and it was about how using them in a digital platform. And I thought, okay, I'll go to this. This seems interesting. I think I sat in the entire presentation with my mouth open (laughs) because I was like in awe at what I was seeing. Like the ideas were so incredible. So it was from Anita Thompson and her Twitter handle is at Miss Techie 17 and she spells Techie T-E-C-H-I-E. And her her co-presenter, get this, was her name is Claudette Pantney. And her Twitter handle is at cpantneytechie, spelled the same way with the number two. And they are the hashtag mother-daughter team because it's she presented with her mom. And it was incredible because what they did was they tied inquiry and the Samer model. And they tied it into interactive notebooks. It was like interactive notebooks on steroids. And essentially what they've done is they, they create a template on Google Slides and the table of contents, for example, the page numbers are hyperlinked. So you don't have to scroll through all of these slides. You, know, you just hyperlink it to the slide. And they talked specifically about you know, brain research and what specifically should be on the right side. And then the left side was all of this app smashing. So it was incorporating Adobe Spark and Padlet and Flipgrid on the left-hand side. And then they had specific examples for each content level, as well as each um, like bandwidth in terms of like primary, upper, you know, upper intermediate, uh, even high school. It was so well done. 
it had so much research, but then it had so many student examples. It was incredible. And I was like, oh my goodness, I need to definitely redo my interactive notebooks. (laughs) Really, really incredible. Really powerful in the virtual setting, Ashley. So you should definitely look into it. Nice. I'm going to have to take a look. That sounds amazing. It was really impressive. Wow. Well, thanks, Joel, for sharing that and making us like want to do more work. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Like I tweeted it Saturday. I was like, it's not even lunch and I can't go wait to go to work on Monday because it's like you're just full of all these great ideas, you know. It's always refresh, right? Like a rejuvenating and then you want to get back in the classroom and try it. Exactly. But I love it. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thanks, Joelle, for sharing. Absolutely. And so, you know, for those of you out on Twitter, are you a Q member? And what's something you found really valuable from a Q event? Because as I said in the beginning, I thought this was um, Q Nevada's best conference. It was really outstanding. So kudos to Heidi Carr um, yes. and Kyle and the entire team because they really did a phenomenal job. Yes, agreed. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. And please feel free to let us know um, what what something that you have found really valuable from one of the many different Q conferences. And we're to hearing from you. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Undercaffeinated. So thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.